no kite tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nā ko nā whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakaromo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kāne kāne move that body Kāne kāne move that body Tēnei te reo whakamānawa e rere nei runga i ngā hau o te wā Huri huri noa i te ika Māui whakawhiti i te moana O raukaua ki te wai paunamu whakawhiti i te moana tāwhaki Te moana tāpokopoko, te moana nuia kiwa Me ngā moana katoa O te ao E te iwi and coming at you all the way over there Guernsey Tēnā koutou, because I know we've got some listeners over there Tēnā koutou, e te iwi ko taringa tēnei, e mihiake nei, tēnā rā koutou, nau mai, hoki mai, ane ki te punua pāho, e whakapāho atu ana i te pokapū o taringa, and I've got the mauri today, e te iwi, in the bustling metropolis of Taumatu. And Kaurangi is coming in from... Didn't we say the bubbling metropolis? Oh, yes, the bubbling metropolis of Rotorua. And tēnei te huriake, ki a koe, kei te manuhiri, JJ, tēnā koe, nau mai haere mai ane ki a taringa. Hei, tēnā koe, parane, kahurangi, koutou mā, tēnā tātou katoa. Kia ora e hoa. Tēnā koe, and I'm going to chuck it back over to you soon, e te manuhiri, e te rangatira. Engari, e te iwi, nau mai, haere mai, hoki mai, and we should give thanks to te maangai pao and irirangi. Tēnā rawati kōrua. And of course, coming at you from Te Wānanga o Aotearoa. Te Wānanga o Aotearoa. Te Wānanga o Aotearoa. If you haven't enrolled, good luck. Because a lot of the real courses I know have already filled up. Amazing. But you know, you might be lucky, but you might want to jump on computing or something like that. Kei koutou te tikanga. Engari, kei ware ware koutou, he mea manaki tēnei nā Te Wānanga o Aotearoa. Nō reira, tēnei te mihi. Nō reira, e te whānau, Ko tēnei teringa o taringa e whakaputa atu nei, hōtaka whakamāna wātu ana i te rā o Waitangi. And I was saying to our kaikōrero, our manuhiri today, that previously the Puheiri, myself and Erika would go away, do some research. We've actually done a matatini episode on Waitangi. We've looked at compositions. So we've had all sorts of perspectives. And then i te rātou, we had the tuahine from Te Whānāpa Nui and Ngāti Porau. They'll come in and talk about the TVT awaiting is highly inspiring. And today we got you, bro. Oh, we. You know, no pressure, no pressure. No pressure. And as I said, e te iwi, we're opening up a space of wānanga i tēnei rā. Because, you know, we're not going to be talking about things that you can just Google or go on teara.encyclopedia.co.nz. Nah, we passed it. Go back to our previous episodes. Ne, ah, ka hoki mai ai ki tēnei. Ne, but keep listening and then go back and then go forward and go all over the place. Ne, kei a koe te te tikanga. Engari tēnei rā a he wānanga i te tiriti o waitangi e nō māua o tira nō taringa te waimarie kua tai mai tēnei manuhiri a ki te wānanga i te kaupapa nei. Nō reira, JJ, ka tukua te rākau ki a koe. Māwe whakamohio mai, ko wai koe, nō whea koe, ahatu, ahatu. Kei a koe. Ka pai. Hei, he uri ahau o Ngāti Kahunganu ki Wairarapa, a rangitāne hoki, te taho tūku kōka nō te tai rāwhiti, ko te whānau atu whakairiora, ko Ngāti Rangi ngā hapu. And my father, this is where we get the Carberry name from. We're from, well, two counties in Ireland, one called Letterkenny and the other one called County Clare. Oh, okay, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is my Pākehā Tūpuna came over here in 1817 and started building railroads, so mm. brought over as labourers and, um, yeah, but nevertheless, um, I was born and raised in the Wairarapa. Te koe. Oh, and are you supporting your kapa this year? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just spent some time with a couple of them last night at our Marae Trustee Hui meeting. Oh, nice one. Awesome. And and they're all there. They're keen. I can't wait. I can't wait because you know I got this feeling. Yeah, I got a feeling. I can feel it. No, it's very awesome to see the kapa on Te Matatini. It's that time, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And kahurangi, you were getting ready. Oh, kareroa, kwa tūkwe. Yeah. Okay, e te whānau. Kiwaha hou. It's an old, new one. Bit of an oxymoron there. I see what you did there. And just to set some context, 
tēnei kiwaha noroto mai ai a tainui waka. And, you know, many of our kiwaha, as per our wānanga over many kiwaha sessions we've had on Taringa, are from particular iwi, but they've been popularised, normalised, socialised, and they've been spoken. And kuera te mea nui. And a lot of the time, you may not know the origin of kiwaha. Nira. Don't get too many hang-ups about that. And we've always said on Taringa, te mutungi hoke a koe te tikanga. It's up to you. At the end of the day, it's up to you whether you're going to use the kiwaha or not. But I would say, yes. if you are tainui, then you might be partial to this one. <laughs> Oye no, so, anei te kiwaha i ngā rā o matire. I ngā rā o... I ngā rā o matire. 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 And just to set the context, uh, last week i tētahi wānanga mātou ko te whare kōrero o Raukawa. Yes. And we visited one of the marae of Ngāti Koroki Kahukura in the area of Karāpiro. So I know many of you come up to Wakaama and Karāpiro. Mm-hmm. So that's the area of Ngāti Koroki Kahukura. You've also got Ngāti Haua there. You've also got Raukawa there as well. Ingeri, the side of the river I'm talking about, which is the south-eastern south bank of the river, is Ngāti Koroki Kahukura. Anyway, we went to one of the marae, Maunga Tautari and Rahui spoke there. And, um, you know, tino o pakine, very informal, sitting around like mm-hmm. whānau, listening to the kōrero. And then we sung a very well-known song that we featured on Taringa called Ngā Rā o Hune. Mm. I've got to give you the whole whakapapa. Oh, aye, aye, ruku. Mm. Which is about the conscription during World War One. So many of our tāne and tainui didn't go into World War One because you've got to remember, only 50 years before, where the land wars. True. So we still had a lot of tūpuna that were alive during the time of the conscription in World War One. Anyway, and there was the song that we still sing today called Ngā Rā o Hunekes. Ngā Rā o Hunekara te pakanga ki roto waika to kariro ko te rau me tōna hoko whitutūri atura te tatau o te whare o te hoariri. And there's like another eight verses. Now there's a hidden verse. Oh. Yes. Aua, it must be in the confines of the Vatican Library, I reckon. <laughs> Again, it is a hidden verse. Anyway, I'm not going to sing that whole verse, but the last line of that verse mentions ngara o matire. And he rango nei te rārangi nei, and I asked Rahui, I said, how to tikanga o tera rārangi? <laughs> and he said, oh, it means, uh, according to Uncle Pumi Pumi Taituha, it's like saying atona wā. Mm. Right. So there will be a time. Ne, kuera, wa. So we know that one. Atonawa, you know, there'll be a time. Atonawa, kakite atofaya. There'll be a time when you'll see your mother. Hopefully you've seen it before there, but you know what I mean. Atonawa, ka mohio kikinga kōrero. There will be a time when you'll know. So, ingara o matire, ka mohio kikinga kōrero. Ne, heingara o matire. So, ingara would have been ito na wā. Right, yes. Yeah. Hei ngā rā. Hei ngā rā o kei ngā rā, if you're doing the tainui tūreo, because a lot of us use the kei here, will be in good time or there will become a time. So, yep. Kei ngā rā o matire mōhio ai ko ai te toa o te matatini. Ah, nā. Hei ngā rā o matire, rawe. Yep. Engari. Ngā rā o matire. Don't ask me kaurangi who matire is. <laughs> You knew that was coming. <laughs> but interestingly, mm. i te wā e kōrero mai a nā rāhui i te wai atanei, ngā huia was in the car, taku wahine, and she has a strong Ngāti Koroki Kahukura connection, and it's her queer's name is Matire. Mm. So she's like, oh. So luckily we had a waiata and this kiwa just came out on Thursday. So there you go. And that's what I'm saying. It's a new old one. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, you know, hey, mama, oh, you could even say, like, oh, when are you going to the gym? Mm, right. Hey, ngā rā o matire. <laughs> Is that true for you there, Mr. Gloin? <laughs> yep, I haven't been back to the gym yet. That's another story. Aye, aye. <laughs> well, that's where you can use the kiwa as a standalone kiwa and I'd grade it as a one on the one to five scale. Yes, sure. But if you put it into a sentence, then you're sort of getting to a three, four, five. Kapai. Yep. Hey, ngā rā o matire. Wā kua huri and hei ngā o matire would be... Eva, actually, you could even say i ngā rā because some tending on context for the future coming. Ko te mōhi ana. Hoi anō, koe rā te kiwa. Kiwa. Kiwa.
I pai tēra, tēnā koe. Tēnā koutou, te whare, te aha, te whare kōrero o... Oraukawa. Ah, pai. Tēnā koutou. Ah, pai. And, you know, those of you that affiliate to um, Raukawa, yes, well, registrations for next year's one will be going up at the end of the year. But Kurareo is in April, so there you go, and that's oh. open to everybody, so no my haere mai. Yes. Kaupapa atu, kaupapa mai. Kawai. Ana, hoi anō. Ko takoto e rā kōrero, engari, tjei tjei, tēnā koe e tōwai nei ngā mihi ki a koe. Ko taimai, māringa nui a taringa i a koe, nō rena tēnā rā atu koe. And I know, it was meant to be a double barrel today. <laughs> it was going to be yourself, uh, kōrua ko Veronica, tāwhai. Engari, tēnei rā, ka mātua i a koe. You've got it, e hoa. We're going to have one about the Tiriti o Waitangi and kai ākoe te tika ngā kiwhea tātou kōrero rereai. So up to you, really. Where do you want to take us this morning? Mm. Well, you know, um, I suppose we should start with your kiwaha and some of those origins, you know, because everyone's really sort of connected to te Tiriti o Waitangi. And what that means for us is not only individuals, but also in terms of our, you know, community commitments and um, obligations, responsibilities. But I remember for me... That desire and that drive to want to learn about, you know, everything to do with colonial history here, to Tiriti o Waitangi, the Treaty of Waitangi, mm. you know, relationships between Māori and Pākehā. These were born out of things like reading um, the autobiography of Te Puya Herangi yes, and books like Paparangi Nui Walkers Kafa Vaitonu Mato and having mm. read them at such a young age. Well, well, you know, you'd have to prep your babies to sort of read these things because we just got given them mm. and read them mm. and, and, and then you just let the fire burn, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not until you get a bit older that you're able to contextualise these things, you're able to learn a bit more and, and develop a bit, of, a little bit more aroha, I guess, around talking about te tiriti o waitangi, teaching, Tika. Uh, et cetera. Mm. But we can talk about whatever. I noticed... Um, for those of you who aren't aware, stage two of Te Paparahi o Te Raki report has been released last week. Mm. Amazing reading, whānau. So that's one of the things about treaty education today is that the amount of information mm. and facts that we have available to us now, thanks to all of that research coming out of the Waitangi Tribunal in the form of reports, um, mm. people's claims, for those that don't have reports, all of this information is uh, now available to us. Yeah. We can access it. We can wānanga on it. And we can also have kōrero that is specific to different hapu, different iwi, different regions. And that, again, is so important in terms of the mahi that we're doing in this space. Yeah, tika uh, Because how colonisation happened in the Wairarapa mm. and our tiriti story is quite different from how it happened in... Uh, Taranaki, and then again, how it happened at Upokorehe, mm. or how it happened at mm. Ngāpuhi, you know, and those, that intimate kōrero, we have far more access to than what we would have in the past, and so consequently, we can wānanga on it. Aye. Hey, Ehoa, tell us about the mahi that you do at Massey University, so um, you're a Tiriti or Waitangi specialist, what is that and how, uh, tell us about some of the mahi that you're doing there and how you kind of, you know, for a lot of people, I think sometimes when we talk about te tiriti, it kind of goes over our head a little bit, ne? But, and I'm sure part of the mahi that you do is breaking it down and really explaining it so that, you know, ka tino mārama ki a iwi. But yeah, firstly, I guess, tell us about the mahi that you're doing at Massey. I finished up at Massey last year. I had lectured there for five years mm-hmm. on, um, you know, in our Te Kawenato Te Tiriti o Waitangi paper. Wow. And also in politics and policy generally mm. at Te Putahi Atoi. And then last year, assisted Ronnie as a treaty advisor to the office of the DVC Māori, Smehana. Awesome. Wow. A lot of that mahi really revolves around the desire for mainstream institutions to be a little bit more real, mm-hmm. mm. if you like. Mm. The days of tokenism and box ticking, even Pākehā within these institutions realise, oh man, this is, you know, they're kind of over it. Yeah. So that aspiration to be more real and legitimate and to get rid of all this, well, you know, Ronnie and I refer to as treaty fluff. Yes. (laughs) Give us an example of treaty fluff. Treaty fluff is, you know, you you might work in these institutions, particularly any government institutions or educational institutions that have what you call, 
you know, they might have treaty proclamations or treaty statements or, you know, they've made these commitments on paper. Yeah, what about teams? Like I've noticed in like tertiary institutions, they're starting to call them like treaty-led or tiriti partner, yeah. like managers yeah. to actually manage how they work with, yeah, anyway, hare tonu. Yeah, so take a university, for instance, Kahurangi, where they make a treaty commitment or a tiriti commitment, they can make these really broad statements and really and they attract a lot of attention and media attention and there's these great aspirations around it. But what it actually looks like where the rubber meets the road, this is where the transition is happening. The days of making these uh, really grand statements around what you're going to do with regards to Tiriti or Waitangi and our obligations and responsibilities there, they're gone beyond just words now. And so there must be a commitment to actually mm. how are we operationalizing, how are we committing to the provisions of Tiriti or Waitangi. Kia ora. The provisions as opposed to what has dominated that discourse over recent decades is this sort of discussion around principles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's Pukukore, eh? Yeah. Mm. The principles. Yeah, definitely. Our people are aware of the extent to which treaty principles have been used as a means of reinterpreting or redefining what the actual provisions are in Tiriti or Waitangi. These are the things that our tupuna committed to, and yet through principles, the principles are often um, a means of reinterpreting Tiriti or Waitangi in a manner that suits the status quo, particularly when it comes to the existing constitutional structure. Mm. Right? So Westminster system, mm. uh, parliament, all of that kind of thing. And, you know, we have great allies who have done analysis on this fire. Jane Kelsey has always reiterated the fact that whenever the Crown looks to investigate or give some attention to constitutional structure, you know, they'll never consider anything that's outside of their decision-making powers. Mm. And, you know, we've seen this in terms of the response to the Hepuapua report. We've seen this, you know, Māori have seen this for decades in terms of anything in relation to rangatiratanga. Mm. A lot of policies that have come out of Parliament in the past, the central government have often had rangatiratanga components to them. Uh, however, that component has been often avoided or not discussed or not brought up. Yeah. And we've gone on with some other aspect of a of a policy approach that doesn't require we look into those things. These are the discussions that people are having now around Tsutsuriti or Waitangi. And we're very fortunate to live in a time where, one, our society's kind of over all the tokenistic stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying everyone is. Obviously, there's still lots of pockets around Aotearoa where... Tokenism is suiting people just fine. For the most part, the people we've worked with, and this includes at places like Mass University, um, there's a lot for people to learn because obviously when they say they're committed to Tiriti or Waitangi, I mean, in a place like a university, I mean, this affects everything. Ethics. Yeah. This affects, you know, who you can have in your interview for your PhD interview. You know, it affects everything. It's around, you know, tikanga and kawa of universities. And often I don't think people are conscious of this when they make these commitments at at governance levels. But because they make them, well, then we can challenge them. Mm. We can hold them accountable. Mm. And if anything, that's one of the things that our tupuna have done consistently Mm. is continue to hold our treaty partners to account, particularly where they've made promises and then gone on to... uh, many cases do the opposite. Kia ora. Tika. But I just want to pick up on um, iki koe itsimatanga o te kōrero, something that's sort of like resonated with me is delivering on the provisions and yeah. stop talking about principles Yep. And um, that was one of the wānanga last year, definitely around the principles, you know, because that's pretty, you know, and that's treaty fluff. A fluff. So, you know, for the kazis at home listening to taringa or driving in the car at the moment, what are those provisions? We talk about the provisions of the Tiriti or Waitangi. If you imagine whānau, you know, in that period of time leading up to 1840, tūpuna, particularly those in the north, You know, by this time, various historians have described Māori as cosmopolitan. And this really confronts a lot of the ideas that we might have been taught about our tūpuna pre-1840. 
And so the importance of looking at that period of time leading up to 1840 is it allows us to confront a lot of those dehumanizing ideas around our tupuna. Mm. Mm. And secondly, it allows us to understand, hey, what is Tetiriti or Waitangi about? Mm. Because these four articles, they're not there by accident. They are addressing either concerns, aspirations, desires of the day. Mm. So, for instance, in Article 1, the provision of Ka Wanatanga, Fano, read uh, a Stage 2 report of Te Paparahi o Teraki, or you can read a book called Ngapuhi Speaks if you want to get a clear understanding around what Ka Wanatanga meant at this time. So, if you consider in 1840, Fano, there are 2,000 Pākehā that are living here in Aotearoa and around 250,000 Māori. And of these Pākehā, some of them have become Pākehā Māori. Kia ora. Yeah, yeah. Some of us would have tupuna that are Pākehā Māori. Nah. These are Pākehā, often many of them have jumped off ships and they are living in hapu as hapu, as a member of those hapu. Mm, mm. And they love to live like that. However, there are others that are sort of coming here, they're seasonal, they're coming to get things like harakeke, they're coming to get kauri, they're coming for stores, all of these types of things, and they're sort of treating Aotearoa like a bit of a, a frontier, a wild frontier. Mm. And they're not abiding by tikanga and kawa, but nor are they abiding by British law. Mm. So those um, ancestors in the north figuring out ways to try and deal with them. Mm. So we can deal with them, <laughs> you know, we can just abide, apply tikanga and our kawa and deal with them. However there's a mutual benefit to this developing relationship and it's based on trade. Yo. And it's probably not a good thing because some of these uh, fellas, are, you know, they come with a particular attitude and that is sort of this white supremacist attitude that's been Aye. sort of breeding in Europe for several hundreds of years before it arrives here. Kino. You would have had, I don't know if you've had Tinangata or um, in the past if you had Papa Moana on, they would have discussed the impact of the doctrines of discovery on the ethos of those of our Pākehā ancestors that came here. Mm. But uh, many of them are behaving with that sort of arrogant attitude. And so we're looking for ways to be able to address them whilst preserving this developing relationship with Britain, which is based on trade. Mm. And so the, to allow a kāwana, that is a governor, to live here, to be placed here, to apply British law to those Pākehās that are behaving lawlessly, this is what's provided for in Article 1 of Tetiriti o Waitangi, mm. the provision of Kawanatanga. So we give the right for our Kawana to be here, that is one governor, to apply British law to British subjects that are living here. And the idea of a Kawana whānau, for those of us that got taught Tetiriti o Waitangi at school with the treaty, we were taught that, oh, you know, there's lots and lots of stories. Whānau, you know, Kawanatanga was made up on the day. Yes. They didn't have a word. Yes. This is cool, bro. You heard any of these? Yep, yep, yep. These are the ideas. You know, missionaries didn't quite know, so they just used that word. The problem with us accepting that narrative, whānau, is that it requires us to think and believe and accept that our tūpuna read a word that they didn't know, that they were giving to a wahine on the other side of the world, and that we just did it anyway. Yep. And that requires a real dehumanised view of our ancestors. Mm-hmm. Mm. And one that we can't tolerate. We know better than that. And so Kawanatanga is given, this is one of the provisions in Article 1. Well, it is the provision in Article 1, the provision of Kawanatanga given to the Queen. We know that our tupuna understand Kawanatanga to me and a governor. There's lots of evidence. Kawanas used right throughout Te Paipera Tapu. And their letters and everything. Everything. Mm. Yeah. Te Pahi, one of the tupuna from the north, 1805, travels to Sydney and lives as a guest of the governor for three months. And he says to him, you know, Governor King, hey, Governor King, mm. I understand you fellas must have some tikonga and kawa. Explain to me your laws and your customs. Mm. This is in 1805. And when Te Pahi comes back, wow. you know, he shares that information. Yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things he does too, too, um, Te Pahi, when Te Pahi's in Sydney, whana, he gets invited to this court case. Mm to watch the sentencing of two men that had stolen a pig. Okay. So he's dining on the ship and the dignitaries and the governor there are explaining to him property laws. Yeah. Mm. And they explain to him what happens if you steal food. 
And they say, you know, if you get caught stealing food, you can be hung. Yeah. And he turns around and he says to them, really? So you can kill a man for stealing food? Well, if that's the case, we need to kill the captain of the ship because when he was in New Zealand, he stole my potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, they weren't expecting such an astute response. Mm -hmm. But of course, this isn't what they were meaning. But nevertheless, this example is one of the first times where our tūpuna learn, ah, Mm. you know, our British friends, they do have laws they're just a little bit inconsistent Aye, yeah. kia ora. around the way they apply those laws. Aye. And so Te Pahi goes to the court case really quick, Kafane. He goes to the court case on the Friday, watches the sentencing of these two men yep. for stealing pork. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're sentenced to death. Mm. They're to be hung. And when Te Pahi hears this, in the accounts I've read, whānau, he, in every account I've read, he breaks down and cries. Mm. And he walks across the floor of the courthouse he embraces the two prisoners. He then accompanies them back to their prison cell and he tunnels for their lives with the governor. So as a consequence, the governor cancels their execution. Whoa. You know, what cracks me up is that their ure would be running around Sydney now, yeah. you know, and I think to myself, they're probably boy racers or something. And, yeah, yeah. you know, they would have no, they'd be none the wiser as to this, yeah. mm. this corridor, you know, and the importance of, mm. yeah, so by 1811, Jane Marsden, who's the daughter of Samuel Marsden, Mm. what she says in her memoirs is by 1811, the sight of a New Zealander in Port Jackson Mm -hmm. is so common that it barely warrants a second glance. Wow. Oh. Wow. Barely warrants a second glance. That's how much our people are engaging there. And the whole basis of that is trade. Yes. Trade. Trade and education. We found out about this wide new world and we want to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the provisions in Te Tiriti o Waitangi, Article 1, Kawanatanga, allows for just the dealing of some of the rascals we've got here. Mm-hmm. And Article 2, the guaranteeing of our rangatiratanga. Yeah. It's another important provision, Fano, because many New Zealanders think that Māori rights come from Te Tiriti o Waitangi. They don't. Kia ora. Te o Waitangi just reaffirms them. Yes. Yeah. They already exist. Yes. Yep. It's important for people to be really clear about that. Article 2 is not where Māori get our rights from. It's just an affirmation, mm-hmm. re- reaffirms what already exists and that it will not be impinged upon. Mm. It will continue into the future. Te mm. There you go, te whānau. Yeah, well, one thing that I personally don't understand much about, but I hear it, almost like a buzzword recently. I don't know, but I'm not, I haven't ever had a good definition of this or how and when it should be used, but tangata tiriti has been thrown around a lot. Yeah. Like we know what tangata whenua is, kapai, but a lot of our Pākehā, a lot of our good Pākehā <laughs> are using um, the term, you know, tangata tiriti aho. In fact, they introduce themselves like that. Like, can you tell us more about your, what you think that is or etahi kōrero mō tērā? Yeah, kia ora kahurangi. Yeah, rau e tēnā kōrero. What a beautiful question, yeah, and um, you know, personally, I think it's a particular ahua of a Pākehā person. Regardless of their education level, regardless of how much they know about history, they have a particular ahua about them. Mm. And I remember going down, we went to Whaingaroa and we met with some of our Pākehā Treaty educators, some of whom are our mentors, uh, Papa Tim Howard, Catherine Dallahante, and others. And they shared with us a really beautiful whakaro. And that was that in their endeavours, they are hoping to be the types of Pākehā that our rangatira thought they were signing a treaty with. Wow. Ah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And so as a guiding philosophy... I think that's sort of an essential aspect to the notion of what is tangatatiriti. And also that tangatatiriti aren't just our Pākehā allies. Kia ora. Yes, kia ora. Asians for tino rangatiratanga. Kia ora. We have a growing awareness amongst our, our Middle Eastern population. Mm-hmm. And we've done mahi with Ministry for Ethnic Communities. They're now looking at translations of Titiriti or Waitangi into their deal mm. because one of the things that have happened is that they've translated the Treaty of Waitangi into their deal ah. and now it's dawned on them, oh, actually, 
the Treaty of Waitangi and the Treaty of Waitangi are two different documents. Kia ora. Kia ora. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so when we have a growing awareness amongst our migrant populations, and many of them come from territories and lands that are not unfamiliar with the process that we've been through here in Aotearoa. Mm. And in fact, in treaty workshops, they're often the, <laughs> the easiest learners, whanau, because they just, you know, you get halfway through day one yeah. and they just go, oh, yeah. I see what's happened here. They get it. Yeah. Yeah, they get it. <laughs> <You know>. Same <laughs> sh- different country. Yeah, but no baggage. Yeah. That notion of whangatutiriti, I think it's a legitimate notion. I don't think it's a fluffy thing. Mm. I think it's an aspiration. I think there are people out there that have been and continue to work for that vision. Aye. That is a society that is based on a recognition of he whakaputanga mm. and tutiriti o waitangi. Mm. And that tutiriti o waitangi whānau is a framework in and of itself that can be applied mm. in any context. You know, he rawe rawa atu tēnā pātai, kaurangi, because, you know, e tahi wā, I've thought that. Mm. But, um, JJ, you just nailed it. I mean, um, koera te whakamāra matanga, to be mm. the people, the person that our tūpuna initially envisioned them to be. Aye. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, who they thought they were going into partnership with. Yeah. yeah. You could actually just drop the mic now. Yeah. <laughs> and that. There was a mic drop moment. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful sentiment, mm. but you know, like all sentiments, unless there's mahi behind it, and fortunately for us, we have, you know, beautiful Parker allies, we mm. allies that are in the mahi, man. They're in the mahi. Mm. They have different responsibilities but they're meeting them. Mm. And that is mainly around holding their own people accountable yes. Yes. And, and educating them. And yeah. these were the things that our the generation before us were asking. You know, this was at one of the great lessons that came out of the Springbok tour where you had Māori and Pākehā marching side by side against the apartheid mm. and then Māori turning around to their Pākehā allies and saying, oh, you're anti-racism, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what are you doing about here? Yes. And, you know, in the early 80s, this struck a number of our Pākehā people by surprise because up until then, New Zealand had done a really great job of convincing the rest of the world that, Parani, I don't know if you remember, or Kahurangi, there used to be a phrase, New Zealand has the best race relations yes. in the world. Yeah. Yes. In the world, yeah. Tērā That was just a myth, really. Oh, absolutely. And so those things are... They were confronted then, all that political autonomy and action, um, the likes of Ngā Tamatoa, the likes of Polynesian Panthers, all of those challenges around uh, takatāpui rights, 70s, 80s, land rights, te reo Māori petitions, all of this political energy that was autonomous. Mm. The Crown, the government had no control over it mm. and its potential for creating, you know, change was massive and it did do that. It confronted our perception of ourselves as, you know, <laughs> having the most, you know, the best race relations in the world. Mm-hmm. We actually used to skite about it, Fano. I don't know if you're uh, aware yes. of this. We used to skite, particularly to the Australians. Hey, what are you fellas doing, you know? You look, look at us. You yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. need to s- sort out your relationship with, uh, <laughs> with our tangata moi moi ya, mm. and um, we will have no better. Knowing our kōrero. Ewa. I'm looking at the, you know, tino rangatiratanga um, i muri ākoe and, you know, i mahu e taku mihi ki a titewhai ka ngaro. Tēnā koe. Uh, koe a tētahi o ngā toa, mm. arā no atu, you know, I think of ngā wāhine, whakapaukaha, awhina, iwa, titewhai, you mentioned uh, moana, moe mai, and then currently you've got people like yourself, Tina, Dale, others. What about little old me? Mm. You know, you know, a lot of our whānau are watching, they see things on the news, well, probably mostly on social media these days. And I know a lot of Māori and tangata tiriti, or those that are aspiring to be tangata tiriti, are wondering, do I need to be in that protest line? What can little old me do to promulgate the provisions of the tiriti or waitangi, bringing it into fruition. I guess this is my pātai. You know what I mean? The, the way to otaku pātai? Mm. I know a lot of Māori will be thinking that. Aye. Do I need to go to waitangi mm. Mm. every year? Uh, what can I do at home? 
what can I do in my space? Because it's bringing it back to a roots level. I mean, a lot of our whanau have never been to, a, you know, probably they all they know of is uh, they may have had something to do with Waitangi Tribunal or not. Mm. And they've got a lot of whanau who aren't connected to their iwi and, and marae. Yeah. So, you know, my response to that, Paran, is, you know, resistance comes in many forms. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing, Kahurangi, Joe, and others involved with Taringa, this is a form of resistance. Yeah, kia ora. What our nannies and our cousins and our uncles and all of those who are getting ready for Matatini, uh, this is a form of resistance. Kia ora. You know, being able to keep our marae alive so that our people can come back home, whether it's for whatever occasion. All of those whānau that are out there keeping your marae alive, making sure the sheets are there for the next manuhiri to come yes, in. Beautiful. Yes, Kai, yes. all of these things. If you're working at Kohangare or Kura Kaupapa, if you're, you know, you don't have to be a treaty expert or even involved in things of that nature, you know, you don't need a university education. None of our tupuna had university educations back in 1840, but yet exercising of tino ranga tiratanga, absolutely. Aye, aye. Kia ora. And so when you, I think, and this is this is just my view, the exercise of ranga tiratanga is a collective focus. Ne? Yeah. Sometimes we hear people use ranga tiratanga in regards to the individual. And whilst this may be a view, from a treaty perspective, Rangatiratanga is the political autonomy of Māori collectives. Aye, thank you. That is who Rangatira have signed on behalf of, eh? And so if you are committed to the revitalisation of Te Reo Māori, if you are committed to the maintenance of your whenua, of your marae, if you are involved in community things that allow for our people in their homes to have dignity, to have kai, to have aspirations beyond what might be the limitations around them, then you come from that wairua. That is of our tupuna who had aspirations and dreams and that Tutiriti or Waitangi was intended to provide for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I appreciate that question, Kazi, because, you know, sometimes we think, oh, we've got to be on the front line of a march or at a protest or, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you're not doing that, nah, rubbish, rubbish. Mm. And in fact, a lot of the mahi that gets done is people... These people that have done that, Fire Hilda is a perfect example. Yeah. She's been out there, out the front of all of that stuff. And now, you know, Kura Kaupapa. Yes. You know, Fare Kura, you know, education, all of those things. So people might go through a, people might go through transition periods. Where I was when I was 18 years old, quite different to where I am at <laughs> 45 years old. Yes. And we shouldn't judge ourselves too harshly, Fano, for some of the ways we might have thought when we were a bit younger. There's room for us all in this uh, movement and most of us are all doing it. I think one of the areas where we can be a little bit better is in opportunities to whakamana each other. Mm. Kia ora. And, um, and, you know, and to model that behaviour because we've become, often we, what tends to happen, they refer to this in, in academics as it's a form of violence, you know, horizontal mm. yes. or uh, lateral violence. Mm. Right. And it's a feature of a people who have politically been suppressed. And so we we learn not to challenge power vertically. And so all of that energy ends up going across us. Yes. And we become really embroiled and, you know, looking for faults in ourselves yes. and our own processes. Korero. Yeah. And I just think, you know, what a waste of energy. Oh, no. Of all the things we have um, in front of us, the challenges, and we unfortunately we waste a bit of energy in, in those kinds of things. And um, and I just think we can really improve in that space. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Kia ora. Anea haue nei. Gather up close, everybody. But what about you, fellas? You've been... Um, this uh, kaupapa, te ziriti o waitangi, you would have learnt about what education did you get on this in, yeah. in the past or at all at high school or anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> Back in my time, eh? Got the um, mandatory handout. Aye. You know, later on, a couple of faded copies of Claudia Orange. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. You know, koinei takumihi because the space that we can wānanga in now and then koinei takumihi is I've seen the growth in terms of critical awareness, mara yeah. matanga, you know, and being able to have these conversations. Yeah. Yeah, we passed the... Kuinenga kōrero e pirangiana te iwi te rongo, te mōhio. And, bro, honestly, I think you've wrapped it up 
really, really nicely in our time together. Mm. I mean, I got, I had a few goosebump moments. Mm. Mm. Yes. Hi, Marika. And, and I love the way that you've actually positively talked about it for our whanau to actually, that it isn't such a far away thing that we are already participating in ways that kind of empower us as Māori. Mm. Like when you're talking about, you know, these are forms of resistance or these are forms of empowerment for Māori as well. And when you ask the question about kind of what are some of the things that we learnt, well, yeah, at Kura, I mean, e konga konga noiho, etahi onga koreroi tuku, and Ooh. but that's what they wanted to teach us about te tiriti. But as we get older, it's about okay, what does it actually mean? And you know, I think about some of the celebrations that are probably happening around the motu at the moment. Yep. And I had to say to some of the things that we're doing here in Rotoru, I mean, there's only one or two now and again, but. I kind of sometimes think that, you know, what are we celebrating? Are we just putting on a market and a whakangaho and a something just because it's te rao waitangi? Like, are we having discussions about this? Are we having wānanga? Yes. What are we teaching our tamariki? Ana. And I think those are some of the things that we need to encourage our whānau um, to do. Like, even at the dinner table, you know, actually talking about what it means rather than just having a celebration because, oh, you know, it's, we've got a day off. Mm. And that, that's what this is, mm. what you've done for us today, e hoa, e tino whakahihiko i a mātou uh, ahuatanga. And, you know, just to bring it down to a root whānau level, there's lots of kōrero that came in this taringa that our listeners, koutou ngai taringa, you can take back to the table. Uh, you can take into your work lunch. <laughs> you know, to hear that, you know, if you're part of te reo, te wānanga te reo is part of the resistance. Anna. And all wānanga and all Māori learning institutions, kōhanga reo, you're part of the resistance. Mm. Wakaama is part of the resistance. Yeah. Matatini is part of the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> we're disruptors and we inspire each other. And I've found this highly inspirational. Then they call it all. Never know, uh, we always go in with into taringa and yeah. Kui te mihi kia koe. I lay that challenge down to you, those of our listeners, to not just listen to this particular episode. Take the wānanga back to the whānau. Take the wānanga back to your friends. Have these discussions, you know. Go back and listen to it again and go back to listen to previous episodes. Just to, um, uh, you know, acknowledge you fellas actually for this platform, for the opportunity to be able to wānanga on these kaupapa, especially at this time of year as we're about to head in. As Kahurangi said, lots of things going down and very much so that these are responses these are our ways of responding to historical context, the diminishment of things. We respond to these things, and that's typical of us <laughs> that we respond. Thank you for the invitation. Just my apologies from my mate. She was unable to be here, but nevertheless, I think an hour, I could have left her for an hour easy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, much appreciated. And then to all the listeners out there, just as Parauni has said, you know, if you're in a position, whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is you're doing, even if it's just making sure at this time during this economic climate uh. that your whānau is fed, that you have a mahi, that you're contributing, you don't need to be a, a treaty specialist or anything like mm. that. Uh, what you're doing in your own communities, amongst your own whānau, your own marae uh, is awesome. Keep it up. Te narawa tu koe, kei te uri o kahungunuki wairarapa o tira te taira awhiti whānui, anei a taringa e whakamiha ake nei, e whakamana atu nei. Te narawa tu koe, ngā manakitanga nui ki runga ki a koe, ki te huarahi kei mua i a koe, kia hua nui ngā ahuatanga katoa i mua i te aroaro, nō rere tēnei te mihi ki a koe, kei te rangatira. Kia ora. Tēnā koe, tēnā kuru. Nō reira i te wikoira, te episode mo te tiriti, uh, ko tino hihiko māua ko praone i era kōrero ne tungane. Ana, ana. Alright, thinking of other ways to resist. Hoi anō, tētahi wahine, she's a bit of a iho pūmanoa when I think of someone who's a good disruptor and mm. uh, wahine kua roa e whawhai e, e aha tūra nei, mo te reo, mo uh, te ahurea Māori ko moana 
Mani a poto. Pono taitoko. And katahi anoia, well, actually, te rātou, i puta i aia tana, I think it's like a revamp of her maratia koe te rawaiata, a, e, i, o, u. Oh, yeah, man, that's still a cool song. It's time to, yeah, well. Yeah, see, kete, see, you guys can't see us, but our shoulders are popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got Tiki Tane on board and he helped her 2022, 23 it up. And I'm, I think I also like this because my husband's got a little bit of a feature on it. It's like five seconds. Hoia no. Ah, cool. Engari koe rata tata waiata hei whakakapi i tēnei. Hotaka nā reira whakarongo mai. Te waitaraka hoki ngā mahara mm. you know? And um, yeah, kamuti pē Kua refresh ngia Kamuti ko whaiwahi mai Etehi kaiwaiata hou oh, Ngā kaiwaiata o te wā nei oh, yeah, so, Ngā mihi Ngā mihi te narawati ko te katoa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I think there's a fitting Waiata to um, wrap us up Waiata o te wiki tēnei Hōtaka waitangi special And I just wonder if there's a little bit of a huri tau uh, to, to a hene, a little bit of reflection, Aye. and we don't want to unpack, but what's one takeaway for you from our wānanga with JJ? I mean, I think we're both going to say that we were both inspired when he started talking about forms of resistance, because I know that we both mm. related to that 
very much so in terms of, you know, the spaces we occupy with kapahaka and, and te reo and, mm. and often we don't think about those sorts of things. Yes. But I, I just, I'm always inspired by people who, who like him, treaty specialists and people who have spent so much time researching and unpacking it and then repackaging it for people like us. You know, and in tertiary settings and stuff like that. So there were heaps of takeaways. But I think the biggest thing is, I just, e mihi nui ki te hunga penei aia. Kia ora. Aye. Tēnā koe. Peha koe. One for me is just sort of going back to the start that we're past the, like you can do all the treaty history. Yes. But we're in a space now where we need to be addressing the, we have been, mm. the provisions of the Tiriti o Waitangi. Yeah. So e tautoko anau, you know, the way he repackaged everything and made it accessible mm. for people to listen to and be able to take back to the dining room table or wherever to have a wānanga about. Oh, no. I mean, it was pretty clear. Yeah. And contextualising it. But one takeaway for me is, and it was a reminder really, mm. don't dumb our tūpuna down. Ah, kia ora, kia ora. You know, to that age old that I didn't know what kāwanatanga meant. Ah. Puruhiti. Ah, You know, don't dumb our tūpuna down. And, you know, and that's, me whakapono tātou ki a tātou, don't dumb ourselves down. Ai, ai. I tēnei wānei. Mm. You know, tō tātou reo, e rāhua tanga katoa, ko taua tohe anō. So, kia kaha kia tātou. And number two I'm going to do too is oh, yes. stop bloody tau kai kai waenga nui a tātou. <laughs> hey, Tika. ko tātou e whawhai ana kia tātou, me whawhai ki te hunga, kei runga ake. That's where we should be using our energy, oh, not on each other, ki te whaka, ki te tāmi a tātou. Stop pulling each other down. Let's lift Rise. all of us up together. Rise. Yeah. No, tika hoki. And resist together. Because, you know, others are using it as a weapon. We shouldn't use it as a weapon amongst us. Ana. Koya. Koya. Yep, see, we want to keep going. Hoeno e te whānau, e ngai taringa e mihiaki ana, aneira mātou e mihiati nei. Uh, Nohora mai rarui ngā tauwhirotanga te mea ngaro. Kia toi te reo, toi te kupu, toi te reo Māori, toi kōrero tuku iho, toi ko tātou, ane e mihiaki nei e mihiati ana. Hei kona mai rā. Kakite. He mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nā te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>